Today, on Commitment to Truth. Stop blaming it on mom. Stop blaming it on dad. Stop blaming it on the ball. Stop blaming it on our government. Stop blaming it on everyone else but you, me, us. Stan! Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, we continue a series titled, In Awe. Because our lives can be very hectic, we often forget to spend time thinking about how awesome the God we worship really is. Spending time thinking about and just being in awe of our God can help to revitalize our relationship with Him. This week, Pastor Cedric Brown will continue to teach us how we can be in awe of God. Through considering Him and acknowledging Him in all of our ways, and by living a life that consistently resists sin, no matter the cost. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. Why should you be in a, in a prayer meeting? Why should you be in an engaged group? Why should you be in men's fellowship, women's fellowship, couples fellowship, youth ministry? Why should you have your children in his kids? Why? Because, listen, at the end of the day, if the only way we're going to be able to resist sin is that we must continue to build upon the character of Jesus Christ. We can't simply say, well, I'm saved and that's it. You cannot, we cannot say, now I know Jesus, I have a few Christian friends. No, it doesn't work that way. You must continue to apply, 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 and add, and add, and add more, and more, and more, and more. This word apply means this, to come alongside, which is like paraclete, right? The Holy Spirit comes alongside you. And I believe the more and more we add the character of Christ, the more and more the presence of the paraclete is evident in your life. Because everything we just read is similar to the fruit of the Spirit that everyone receives at the point of salvation. Applying also means to bring forth something additional to this contribute in addition to or listen, it needs to be, we need to continue to yield more. Yield more. You could take that two ways. Yield more. You follow me? Submit more to Holy Spirit or yield more. In other words, you have more and more of diligence. More and more of excellence. More and more of knowledge. More and more self-control. More and more perseverance. More and more godliness more and more brotherly kindness. Verses 8 and 10 gives us our last example of how we live in resistance to sin. It's, it's this continuously increasing in the character of God or Christ. So you have this gift of the divine nature that lives within you through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
if you've put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, all of him lives within. Not part. All. And if all of him lives within, all of him must start being applied to my life. Not just the easy stuff, but all of them. Not just during the easy moments in life, but all the time. Then you have in verses 8 through 10, listen, this, again, these verses just, it changed my life, rocked my world in a good way. It says, for if these qualities are yours and are increasing, if they are yours, you fully embrace them, and they're also what? Increasing. Listen to what this says. They render you neither useless, if you ever felt that way. Why? Nor unfruitful, if you ever felt that way. Why? In the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these qualities is blind, short-sighted haven't forgotten his purification from his former sins. Therefore, brethren, be all the more diligent to make certain about his, about his calling and choosing you. For as long as you practice these things, you will never stumble. Never in the Greek is never. Stumble means that you would never stumble. Think about that. Before you fall, you must what? Stumble. The promise is you won't even stumble to the point of falling. So many times we're worrying about the fall, but we need to be more concerned about the stumbling. Because stumbling comes before the what? If these are yours, all these, plural, all of them are yours. If you have, we have truly embraced and possess all of these, and they're doing what? Increasing. We never stumble. I don't know how you feel about that, but I know when I read that, I was like, this is it. So you know what that does to me? Okay, maybe my guardrails are only initially about 12 feet away from me. You know what they are now? They're like one feet away from me. And that's what you have to come to, church. You have to come to a place that you say, you know what? If I continue to do this, all this is going to do is allow me even all the more to stray off a path. So you know what? I just can't do that anymore. And that, you know what? That means Christian liberties. In other words, I can keep watching this. I can keep listening to this and think that I will change. So here's a novel idea. If you have an anger issue, why do you keep looking at and listening to angry stuff? 
You're just feeding exactly. Why, why are you playing angry games? And you, whatever reason, you always feel like you're, you're yelling at the kids. You, you're upset at your wife or you're, you're mad at people or you're, you're just blowing your lid. What? Why in the world are you exposing your soul to that and you know at the end of the day that is your sin issue that you seem as though you cannot resist? Why do you think, listen, why do you think you're going to continue to struggle with pornography if you allow just pretty women just to be seen on your TV every single time? Because pretty women leads to Pretty imaginations, and pretty imaginations leads to what? Actions. Woman, why do you keep just like indulging in all these love stories and love movies? And, and it's like, and then you expect your husband to live up to all that. <laughs> right? I mean, it's like, well, he ain't, he ain't doing that for me. And, and, and you're watching Fifty Shades of Grey, Christian. It's really simple mathematics. Or you could say just normal day-to-day practical application. What you put in is what you're gonna, what's going to come out of you. Garbage in, garbage out. Here's another revelation that I receive when it comes to resistance of sin. So many times we want God's help here in this area. And maybe today you have put up all the guardrails, safeguards in this area, whatever this area is, right? And you say, okay, well, no, no, I have accountability. You know, someone calls me every day and just make sure my eyes are pure, my heart's pure here. But then over here, in this area, you just have no guardrails. And you just think, oh, I could just do whatever I want over here because all I'm doing is asking God for help over here. (laughs) (laughs) And and over here, here's the weird thing. You, You keep struggling here, even though... You have one inch, you know, just like one inch wiggle room that you have no wiggle room to sin, but yet you keep falling into it. But over here, you're loose as a goose. You're just doing whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, and you just feel you have tons of liberty. Do you realize you have one heart, one soul, one mind, and it's all connected? You think you have freedom here, but yet you want God's help over here. Here's the cool, here's the cool thing to, to apply to your life. When Satan enters the house, no matter how he gets into the house, he wants the whole house, not just the room. So the responsibility of a believer is to batten down the hatches all over the house. To say, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm doing that. And then what you begin to see is God begins to deliver you and do miracles. 
I had a conversation with a brother about God doing some amazing things, even in their finances and their next steps as far as financially, financial stewardship. Couldn't get a breakthrough, couldn't get a breakthrough, couldn't get a breakthrough. He made some decisions over here. Total, totally in his mind, totally contrary, totally irrelevant to where he was asking God help for. He was doing everything he was supposed to do there. No breakthrough, no breakthrough, no breakthrough. Chose to say, well, God, I'm going to handle this over here. Guess what happened over here? Because it's all connected. God does not deal with our hearts in silos. Your heart, my heart, our hearts is our heart. And that's the way we need to start looking at our hearts, church, is that I need to protect my entire heart, not just in those areas that I'm asking God help for, but truly Put your heart towards the mirror of towards Christ, the character of Christ, the standard of Christ, the standard of the word of God, the authority of the word of God, and see where you line up. Chances are there's some areas in your life that you think that you have liberty in that you don't have liberty in anymore. But you have to be willing to go there. When you do that, you're considering Jesus. When you do that, you're simply saying, God, I'm doing everything that I can before I need to shed blood to resist sin. Or Paul says it this way. I die daily so that Christ may what? Live within me. Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, it's not I who live, but it's Christ who lives within me. And it's life that I now live. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and did what? Gave his very life for me. Amen? Amen. Amen with this. So remember last week I, I said there was an article entitled Eight Reasons Why All Makes You Better, Makes, you, makes Your Life Better. Eight Reasons Why All Makes Your Life Better. It says, scientists have been studying the complex and mysterious emotion called awe. One you may have felt if you stood in front of the Taj Mahal, hiked among towering redwoods, or have your mind blown at a concert, play, or ballet. Inducing goosebumps and dropped jaws, all experiences are remarkable in their own right. Moreover, a growing body of research suggests that experiencing awe might lead to a wide range of benefits from happiness and health to perhaps more unexpected benefits such as generosity, humility, and critical thinking, right? So again, remember, that's why we find ourselves at shorelines because we say, wow, you know, just something about being at the beach. That's why a guy would go fishing, don't catch anything, and be so good. They just go out there, throw their line, and be like, and their mind is just blank, because it's something about being there that causes them to be in awe. That's why we go and take mountainous drives. It's because it causes us to stand in awe in some way, somehow. It does something to us emotionally. But underscore, 
those are but the creations of a holy God. That the scriptures teach that, no, he can say anything that, you know, he tells the ocean that you can only come this far. That the mountains are his footstool. Those things that are created by him, we stand in awe of rather than the one who created them. So here's number two they gave. All may be good for your health. It says experiencing awe over time could potentially have long-term health benefits. People with a greater general tendency to experience awe had lower levels of, I think it's called interleukin, which is IL-6, which is a marker of inflammation. Too much inflammation can lead to a host of chronic diseases. Standing in awe reduces inflammation. Let me say it this way. Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9 says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Those things that causes us to stand in awe of God. Think on these things. And then this is the result. The things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and then the God of peace will be with you. Who lowers inflammation. (laughs) Right, because your heart rests. Is the God of peace with you today? Not just happiness because you're getting along with someone. No, but is the God of peace with you today? No, not not because you're having a good day. Things are going well with you now. But is the God of peace with you today? It will always be determined by the things you dwell on. And God has given us so much, church, to stand in awe of him about. Let's start thinking more about them than those things that can send us to the hospital. (laughs) No pun intended, you know? Literally. Take us out. Let's pray. Today, I pray that these simple truths have done something to you to a point that you're now willing to consider those things that tie you back to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Can you just think it over in your heart right now? 
What have you been considering? Who have you been considering more than Christ? Why haven't you resisted sin to the point of shedding of your own blood? In other words, dying to yourself. What has stopped you? everything you need according to righteousness and good deed to stand. We take a stand today. Hello, this is Cedric Brown, your teacher on Commitment to Truth. I would like to personally thank you so much for tuning in week after week to listen here on this station. My prayer is that our time together is encouraging and strengthening you in your personal walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, I'm not going to assume that all of you know this Christ that I speak about week after week. And if you don't, and this is you, my prayer is that you are being inspired to know him personally through commitment to truth. But if you want to invite this Christ into your life right now, would you like to please pray with me? It's just a short prayer. It goes like this. Just say, Jesus, I acknowledge today that I am a sinner and I've sinned against you. But I believe that you came to die for me. You were buried for me and you rose again from the grave just for me. Jesus, I ask you to come into my life to be my Lord and my risen Savior. And I surrender my life completely to you until I see you face to face. Jesus, would you you please empower me through your Holy Spirit to live the rest of my life for your glory and for the good of others. In your name I pray, Jesus. Amen. So if you pray this prayer, or if you need help finding a local Christ-centered and Bible-teaching church, please email me at info at commitmenttotruth.org. Once again, that is info at commitmenttotruth.org. And lastly today, could you please do two things for me, all of you? Number one, could you spread the word about commitment to truth to your friends, your family, and even your enemies? We all could learn, right? And secondly, please email me at info at commitment to truth to let me know how this ministry is impacting your life. Once again, that is info at commitment to truth.org. I would love to hear from you. May God bless you and your family and have a great day. Thank you again for listening to our series, In Awe, from Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Hebrews 12.28 says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace, by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Throughout this series, we hope you are reminded how awesome our God is whom we serve and worship and that you are encouraged to have a life of worship for our Lord. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. 
You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.